Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're watching the new Amazon comedy series, Forever. So stay tuned to the end to find out whether BJ and I are just a regular old June and Oscar. JK, we have more chemistry. Yeah, that would be horrible. That would be horrible. (laughs) I wouldn't want to be either of them. Yeah, I don't want that life. I do not want that. Since you mentioned their life, why don't you give the listeners kind of a recap of what this show is about? Yeah. Okay. So we have June played by Maya Rudolph and Oscar played by Fred Armisen. And the show seems to be about two people who are navigating the humdrum of marriage. There's like a five minute, uh, kind of like the intro to up a silent movie style Mm -hmm. intro to the origins of their relationship. They met at a bar dated they go on these regular fishing trips and that becomes like a theme later that they love fishing and they get married and then it's fast forward after that five minute exposition at the top and you're just seeing them uh kind of in like the ups and downs of the day-to-day of marriage um and the episode i guess the main action of the episode is june in order to spice things up as she says uh has them do a skiing trip instead of their regular annual fishing trip. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, not to spoil it, but the episode ends at Oscar potentially getting really injured by a tree from the skiing trip. And I, I think that's most of the action. We meet June's uh, funny black friend, Sharon. <laughs> I'm not sure what that dynamic is since Maya Rudolph is also biracial, but yeah. Yeah, so it definitely is all about this couple who have a very humdrum, predictable life in the suburbs. You know, they have their routine. Yes. And it starts to change once June is like, I want to kind of break out of our routine and try something new, which may or may not work out for them. I think the larger question in the show is, what does it mean to find your purpose? So Mm -hmm. in something as almost small as changing your annual trip she she basically challenged him because he was like I don't even know why you want to do this ski trip because they were having trouble like putting on their skis and taking classes and they took a class with these like jerk children because they couldn't get in the adult beginners class like all this like annoying you know comedy hijinks happened to them and so uh he kind of questions her on it and she's like have you ever wanted to try something new you know, have you ever thought about what your larger purpose is? They didn't want kids, but she was like asking him about kids. And I don't think because she necessarily wants them, but because she wants to think about some kind of imprint or impact that she creates on the world. And so uh, that's, yeah. So the show was just really in a questioning place. It also looked like she was flirting a little bit at the bar with that dude that was, I can't tell if he was, fetishizing Asian culture or (laughs) thought she was Asian and was trying to connect with her. It was confusing, but I think you bring up a good point in that Oscar is very satisfied with his current life. Very content. The situation he's in, he doesn't question things like at all. He's fine in such an extreme way that things don't even see to bother him. It seemed like he started to get a little bit of what she was talking about because um, 
she's the one that wanted to go skiing and then ended up not skiing because the class was really annoying and she got in a fight with one of the kids. And obviously as an adult fighting a child, you're asked to leave because you're the adult. And he ends up going back out there on his own, even though again, this was like her thing that she wanted to try and experiment with. And he seems to have this moment. It kind of plays on his face. He's like Fred Armisen has just this like wild expressive face. And it seems like for a second and almost it's almost like he guessed what she was talking about. He even was skiing like pizza style with his skates kind of crossed. And you notice this, that he straightened them to go like even faster because yeah. he seemed to be catching a wind. And he was like, I think getting to know that freedom a little bit. Yeah. Starting to have some fun, trying something new, just yeah. enjoying the moment when it doesn't seem like he really thought about what was possible before because he had his annual fishing cabin trip. You know, he has his dentist office where I'm sure he has a very regular routine. Yeah. And so he does have that glimpse of, okay, maybe June is right. We can try something new and it can be a positive experience. Although, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be that positive for June, even though this was her idea. So what were your reactions to the pilot? There were... A lot of silent moments with just background music, no dialogue. It was so quiet. It felt like a quiet place without consequences of aliens coming to kill you. Exactly. And, you know, without those aliens coming to kill you, it gets to be a little boring. Yes. Yes. I do think it was a very interesting stylistic choice. But I think for a comedy, you kind of want a faster pace you want it to stay witty and having no dialogue kind of hurts that aspect of the show <laughs> at one point listeners bj turned to me and said is this a comedy because <laughs> because we're reviewing so many pilots right now as all these like new as, as all of these new shows are coming out <laughs> and i guess you got a few of them confused i mean i literally remember it being me, listed <laughs> Yeah, we have a huge spreadsheet of like comedy, drama, show, network. Yeah. And so for you to even confirm, I think it was like 16 minutes into the show, is have I was I supposed to be laughing? And I can't tell cuz it's from the people that created. It's from Alan Yang who is a uh from Master of None and I looked up he also I guess wrote for Parks and Rec and both of those shows, especially Master of None deal a lot in like a quieter funny like I feel like when Mm -hmm. I watch Master of None I laugh a ton and I don't even necessarily know why because it's not like Veep style where it's just like a ton of jokes a minute Mm -hmm. um but this was almost too quiet I think they're trying to get you to understand like this is a married couple that is you know they're they love each other or whatever, but they've just been together for a little bit too long and they're bored as hell but then I think they played that it up too well because i was yeah. bored as hell like I, <laughs> it was too boring <laughs> it was too boring and they i said that they had the chemistry of like roommates but you were like no not even roommates <laughs> so they had the chemistry of <laughs> classmates and that's very true because they truly had the chemistry i recently went to our five-year college reunion and i had stronger chemistry with people that i don't care about and haven't seen in five years than they did with each other Yeah, so their chemistry was a struggle, which might have been intentional. The boring moments that the writers and director probably wanted to emphasize don't make for entertaining television. 
because yeah. it is boring. And I think some of, not only did some of the jokes not land with me at least, some of them just went in the opposite direction of funny. Like there's a scene with him losing a contact and Ugh. none of that worked well for either of us. Yeah. And he's like trying to find his contact lens in his eye. And it, it, I mean, I guess it's that you and I also have never worn glasses. So we just don't know what it is to not have perfect eyesight. Is that braggy? That's just your yes, body. That is braggy. I don't know. <laughs> it's just our eyes. It's not like we did anything to earn it. But yeah, that just grossed me out. Um, we both looked up the show because truly we were like, this has been reviewed well. This is written by very incredible people. This is a show that has Maya Rudolph, Fred Armisen, and Kim Whitley on the same staff. Like, that's amazing. So we were like... Yeah, very funny people. Very funny people and very different kinds of funny. So we were like, there has to be something else. And we looked up, and I think that kind of ruins the show, but we looked up the synopses, which we wouldn't recommend if you're interested in watching, for episodes two and three. And now I get why people are so into it. And I think if they combined episodes one and two, I would have been at least the plot maybe condensed it a little bit. I didn't I don't think they needed that up style uh, introduction to the couple because it wasn't up like it wasn't so compelling. Mm -hmm. If they just condensed those things and even if they revealed the big conflict of the show at the end of episode one. Like, not even giving it all away, but just having that blip of a moment. Even that could have been enough to hook me. But exactly. I feel uncomfortable. So we review pilots. And I feel uncomfortable recommending the show based on the pilot. But based on the larger show that I spoiled for myself and for you, I, I, feel, I would recommend it. It seems interesting. It does seem interesting. And this is Amazon show. So all the episodes are out. And it's yeah. eight episodes. And kind of... Now that I think about think about it a little bit more based on what you said, I think if they did four one-hour episodes yes. instead of eight half-hour episodes, yes. it would have worked better because you do need that big reveal at the end of episode two to understand why the premise of this show could be interesting. Yeah, why, yeah. why is it called Forever? Why is it interesting? Why is it worth watching? Will this just be eight episodes of me watching Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph quietly navigate married life and be so deeply bored with each other that I get bored with the show? And it's ridiculous because they're both like very funny out there characters on SNL and in other movies. It's like even I saw Maya Rudolph in Happy Time Murders and like even that character was such a departure right from what we saw not that Happy Time Murders is like the benchmark of comedy, but it's just funny to see her from that and from other things we've seen her in to this. It was so quiet and boring. Definitely not the most um, appealing roles to see these two in, just because we know from their other work that they can be Very more funny. engaging, have higher energy. And I think comedy in general, and as well as the comedy that... Fred and Maya have done previously requires their characters to have more energy. Even Portlandia, which I would argue, I mean, I don't love that show, but I know that people, I have friends that just love that show. And even that is a little bit quieter, but there's 
mad jokes packed into Portlandia. And I get that it's a different kind of show because it's kind of like a parody of a city. So the the premise is inherently like you have to be funny the whole time. But I don't know. Yeah. And I think they try. There are a lot of jokes throughout this episode. If you just have to ask yourself, are these jokes <laughs> funny? I think a good barometer is the laugh out loud test. So Me Too is very prone to laughing out loud for comedies. But for this show, she only laughed like once or twice. And that is not much at all. Is your laugh out loud test literally me laughing out loud? Yes. Wow. I did not. In the eight years or whatever that we've been friends. Nine years? Let's not talk about it. Um... The one scene that made me laugh out loud is I love to watch people fall. <laughs> that wasn't even a like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like what? It, just watching the like basically this kid falls. It, they like he trips. Like everyone's fine, but he fell and then he made Maya fall, and it just made me laugh so hard. Like I mean, they were stationary. The, it's not like they were skiing and they crashed. Like, they were stationary and they just, like, kind of tipped over. They both did. And it, that scene, for some reason, the way she fell was so funny. That and that's laugh. that's what Me Too thought was the funniest part <laughs> that's of this true. comedy. That was my LOL. Oh, also, let me not say that. Kim Whitley makes me laugh out loud. What did she do that was funny? When she showed that um, picture of a penis... Oh. Maya Rudolph's friend is Kim Whitley on the show. Sharon is the character's name. And she is like dating or on Tinder or something. And she shows June that penis. And that made me laugh too. Cause she was like, I can't tell if it's zoomed in or very far away. Cause it obviously is like, it's just a ridiculous thing to say about uh, a picture of genitalia. So that was funny. Take note listeners that that very funny moment was not <laughs> something that the two main characters did. That's true. <laughs> and they're both such funny people. Uh, okay. So I would say of our wonderful rating system based mm-hmm. on specifically the pilot mm-hmm. i'm would not watch again okay but based on what i read when i spoiled uh-huh. it for us in the little vulture yes. recaps i would watch again seriously because that is a cool concept. seriously yeah oh. as in i feel like our definition of which would watch again seriously is you watch all the episodes in order yeah. And casually is like you just catch it occasionally. I think it's impossible to watch an eight episode show casually. Unless hey, you just watch the it. conclusion. Yeah, you're right. I know you could do it. <laughs> you're so withholding, even with your TV. Um Yeah, so that's that's my rating. What do what do you think? I would rate this based on the pilot, would not watch again. Yeah. I would rate this based on the spoiler premise. Would not watch again because double whammy. (laughs) (laughs) Because even though the concept is very uh, captivating, Mm -hmm. based on this first episode, if they keep the style, I don't think a better story is going to make it more engaging. That's true. You're right. For the first time in pilot pod history, probably not. (laughs) You know, my memory is so bad. Um, I'm, yeah, I think I, 
I you want to give it a chance. I would give it, you know, I always want to give shows a chance. I would give it that three episode run where you get to like the mm. spoiler spoiler. I would give it three episodes. And if it's still boring as hell, 90 minutes later, which I don't think is that much time to give it. Cause I assume you're not going to sit and watch 90 straight minutes. Yeah. Then uh, I would not watch again. But if it manages to all of a sudden get interesting, not interesting. The concept is interesting, but if it gets funnier, then I would keep watching because the concept is so cool. Yeah, I think that's fair because if people are willing to watch like a bad 90 minute movie, why wouldn't you put up with a bad 90 minute show? Exactly. And if it's not bad, then hey, you win because there's even more episodes. Mm, I love that cup half full thinking. There you go, listeners. So our rating is very contingent on spoilers <laughs> and whether or not you want to give something a chance. And whether we start getting some <laughs> jokes in this show <laughs> so you don't 17 minutes in quietly ask, is this a comedy? But that was like a legit question. No, like, I I also, I mean, yeah, I didn't know either. I had to look it up on um IMDb. Well, guys, if you want recommendations for other comedies or just other shows that we like, head to our website, thepilotpodcast.com. You can find all our episodes as well as we post them on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify, where you can leave us a rating and a review, and we'll really appreciate it, especially if it's five stars. Specifically five stars. You can follow us on Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast, and you can send meal prep questions and any like ooh those like new york times 36 questions that make you fall in love like those kinds of things so that bj and i can strengthen our bond to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com you don't have to send those thank you so Thanks much for, for listening sending those. thank you in advance thank you bye, bye. <laughs>